0: michael hi patrick bateman how are you i'm great you really good it's cold out are still there.
1: experiencing a cold front in red deer
0: starting to think that i don't like the uh predictive nature of cold front music festival as much as i did <laughs> no. uh on saturday or friday when we were joking around with scenic route to alaska that the festival kind of predicted the weather it did and it really just kind of hunkered down but that's the festival a, left the festivals festival the, we, we, ended yeah. and the, the brutally cold weather did not i'll take the cold weather if there's awesome shows to go see that is true uh however we kind of have a lull for a few weeks with it's shows a little quieter uh, a field guide year. coming up i think that's the next uh, big one we have to look forward to if i'm not mistaken and that's on the 20 somethingth sure okay it's in february sometime <laughs> um but yeah cold front music fest is officially wrapped up we've still got one more guest from day two of the cold front music fest that we sat down with in the back office of Bose. <laughs> we made them battle the road conditions yes they get up a yeah. little
1: earlier for this uh chat. yeah because the they weren't playing at brutal.
0: Bose. uh the static shift were playing at the velvet olive correct which you did catch that set bits and pieces of again it was like
1: there's so much yeah i know and you want to try to
0: get to as much of it as you can yeah. well i'm we'll, we'll talk about it after but i tomorrow morning uh will be a few days after or before this podcast episode releases, but I have to buy festival tickets tomorrow. But we'll talk about that after. Oh, after we chat what? with what a teaser. The, the Static Th- Sheriff. Wow. So you you braved the roads today. How was the drive up to Red Deer? It was, it was, the first half was a little slick. Yeah.
2: We took separate vehicles, but yeah, it was a little, I don't know, how was your,
1: how was your Oh, ju- it was,
2: it was all right. We got uh,
1: sheets of ice on the road. Yeah. It was pretty slippery. Well, yeah, like but yesterday, I saw the picture from yesterday around car stairs, and it's a two-lane highway. Yeah. But the semis were lined up, like, four wide. Like, I have no idea, like, it yeah. Oh, yeah. looked. It was brutal. Did you see the carnage today? Two?
3: Oh, there well, was yeah. so much carnage. Yeah,
2: like the leftover, you know, it was yeah. like 10 or 12 different cars, just kind of. Different places on the side of the road. You're like, man, there's caution tape all around. You're like,
0: oh no, yeah, the battle of highway too. That's
2: a tough one for sure, man. So
0: drive safe out there,
1: folks. But you put the rock and roll face and blinders on, and
0: we're going, baby. Put on the Black Sabbath.
1: (laughs) It's all good. Highway music.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what's the plan tonight? You're you're here for the first ever Cold Front Music Festival. First ever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Yeah, we're really excited to do it, man. Um, the The Velvet
2: Olive is the venue that uh, we'll be playing at tonight and uh, it's the first time playing there as well and uh, super stoked to be a part of an inaugural festival here in Red Deer there's a lot of great
1: bands playing. Mm-hmm. And so you guys are no awesome. stranger to obviously the Bow stage. Oh, I think no. have you guys been at, you've played the Vat as well. We actually haven't played haven't done the Vat, the VAT. Okay. yet.
2: No, um but uh, we played Bows here a, a few times mm-hmm. and uh, man what a great stage here oh, yeah. but uh, oh, yeah. I mean yeah maybe the Vat down the line you never know. But uh, someday, what a great, what a great uh, lineup of bands! We're really excited for it. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And twenty two was uh, was a fun year. Yeah, oh. you guys played some cool shows. Oh yeah, surprised us. Yeah. yeah, we played. We played out in Toronto. We played Canadian Music yeah. Week, and uh, yeah, we, we had quite a few shows lined up. It was with excellent. the Cult.
3: That was nuts. Yeah, yeah still. The... Still, life has changed from playing <laughs> with the Cult. Meeting Ian Asbury backstage, she was like. It, but, him and Mitch were having some good conversation, and the whole time Mitch's eyes were like, oh, "I can't <laughs> this believe this is us. actually
2: happening." Yeah, yeah, like mid-song, the cult was on stage, and like Ian like ran out to me and he gave me like this necklace he was wearing, and I was like, "What is going on right now?" And he's like, "You take this home with you." And no way! Like, Whoa! Like, what did he say? Such it was a for. a nice guy. It it's, was a. It's like a little medicine pouch, and I was it's like, for your medicine. <laughs> yeah, he says for your medicine. I was like. Okay. <laughs> have
1: you noticed a change in your
0: life
2: at
1: all since then? Is there any it's, like it's hanging on my
0: wall <laughs> <the>
2: medicine pouch? <laughs> well you haven't
0: needed you haven't had medicine yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: I haven't needed to use uh, yeah. Next thing next
0: thing you get a cold though. Yeah, I put some Benadryl in there or yeah. something. Yeah, some yeah, cough exactly. syrup. I don't I don't know.
2: <laughs> but even was really nice and oh yeah. That was a great experience. So
1: crazy. Yeah. So pretty and cool. I know, Taylor, you've actually got a pretty cool connection in rock as well. I notice you have uh, something with Brent Fitz. Yeah. You and Fitz uh, are, uh, are good
3: buddies. Him, him and I go way back. Um, I I first met him. He did a clinic at Longham McQuaid, really close to my house, and uh, so my dad and I went. And it was just us there, like Brent Fitz and then me. Only oh And so it was it was a one on one kind of thing, and mm. we hit it off, and we jammed together. And I, I was wow. I was seven at the time, and uh, so yeah, we've kept in touch ever since. Wow. I, I've bumped into him in the street. And what was he In doing Seattle? at that time? <laughs> was he, was he, had he already
2: hooked up with Slash? Oh, yeah yeah, and, okay, very, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah, I got to meet Brent uh, Fitz at a clinic he was doing it at Long McQuaid one time too, and he gave me his cowbell. Hey. Yeah, which was cool.
0: You got some interesting so. gifts. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I, uh, I was like, I totally
3: forgot about that. Not, the, not the, to toot my own horn, but Ooh, he, took, away. Me, he took me backstage for one of their sound checks. I lined up 12, 12 hours early just to get front row. Nice. And uh, he pulled me backstage sound check. Uh, signed the bottom of a cowbell and then gave it to me. Is your cowbell so signed?
2: Wow, my cowbell is signed.
3: Oh, oh, okay. We're
0: gonna have to have a little, little comparison. match right? doesn't does does say. Whoa.
2: Is it signed to you? No,
3: it, it, ain't. You no it ain't. Not okay. personalized. Oh, did you Taylor watch
0: wins? him sign it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I did watch him sign it. <laughs> I just got a hundred cowbells pre-signed, ready to go. Here's a cowbell. <laughs> uh, any other, uh, you know, interesting gifts? parting words even from musicians that you've looked up to at some point?
2: Actually, it was a really, one of the coolest little exchanges was, um, it was a long time ago, it was quite a few years ago, we were at the NAM mm. show in Anaheim, checking out all the new gear, and um, Robbie Krieger from The Doors was actually playing on stage, at the main stage, and there was some guy that looked like just like Jim Morrison, singing with him. Anyways, he walked off stage, and I was like, i have to meet i have to meet robbie krieger i was like i do not want to be the schmo that's like getting in there too much and really trying to meet him but he was He just walked out the back and he was just by himself he had one person near him but i gave him a cd and he was like he didn't give me anything (laughs) 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 but like that's what i got was that in, in you know exchange of i shook his hand
1: and and he took the CD and... Uh, that's you putting the deposit into Karma. You gave that time. It was, uh, yeah. And then another time you are going to receive. There we wow. go. It was, yeah, such a cool experience.
2: So, um, and that's, yeah, someone that we looked up to, you know, at least myself, a lot. So,
0: And what CD cool. was
2: that? Do you remember? <laughs> it was like our first project ever, actually. It was, um, un- we were under a different band name even. Oh, like way back. <laughs> like, I'm talking back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, some of the fans will know that name. Uh, but <laughs> we've since then changed to the static
0: shift that's true what about you you had another one too um, right
3: i've had a few uh encounters with taylor hawkins oh wow oh, um, that's so cool the first one was the broken leg tour when dave dave was on the massive throne that was so cool um we went early to our seats the doors were open and we like it was six o'clock show started at eight or something uh we went right to our seats and taylor came out and did a little like sound check on his drums just Mm. just for fun i think because they like the tarp was on already on it his drum tech was holding the tarp over his drums so he could play just play around and uh we were side stage so we could see behind the big curtain yeah so we could watch him do this um and we were like the only ones there. And obviously everyone else there was cheering and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when he left, my dad and I hollered from the other side of the stage, like, Taylor, can we have some sticks? And uh he walked the whole twenty foot stage all the way over to me and threw a pair of sticks up. Man. And like this is the saddle dome. So like it was like catching sticks from God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Oh, yeah. wow, That's sweet, man. man. That's really yeah, cool. cool. What to do with those sticks, yeah. Oh, they're they are uh, kept very secure. At your, at I was going to say, podium. what do you do
1: with, st- like, you can tour posters, you can frame, you can do that with shirts, whatever. But what do you do with sticks? Like uh, a shadow some, box? Sometimes we can frame them. F- yeah. Like, there's yeah. a
3: big enough frame. But I actually have, there's a box in my basement that has all the sticks that I've gotten from famous musicians. From, from different and that's, drummers, that's yeah. like, my shrine. How
0: many st- How many drummers have you gotten sticks from? <laughs> i i can't count it's uh it, <laughs> it's
3: i actually i have boxes there's two boxes wow. full, oh and they're both full
2: man yeah taylor he, he's been going to shows since he was nine yeah nine. Like...
3: first show was black keys at nine yeah
2: that's cool man wow he's gonna have to build like a little traveling museum yeah, Bring oh, yeah. all that that'd stuff out of cool. the road all and <laughs> yeah man that's that's true yeah that'd be cool uh what's
0: 23 <laughs> looking like then
2: well, yeah, I think we're just lining up uh, some shows and uh, some new music
0: coming down the, music. the pipe as well.
2: So, um, yeah, I still mean, writing
0: or yeah, lots okay. of
2: writing right now. Actually, we have a lot of new songs in the uh, in the arsenal, which is excellent. So, um, yeah, we're really excited. At the rate we're working at, I mm-hmm. mean might be an album this year folks Ooh, you, never you never know That's exciting you never
1: know that's a fun record now yeah <laughs> you're being held to it <laughs> yeah, for sure um with looking. you guys being a calgary band i'm curious uh how much did the filming of the last of us affect you guys did you guys get in on any of that I, action I at all I extras Or you can we look, look for you in know, a behind the scenes <laughs> i wish like i uh, watched the first episode
2: of that just the other night and it was so cool to like see and be able to know, like, oh, okay, this is 12th Ave or whatever. And, and it was really neat. But no, we, we it didn't really affect us in any way. Um, but it was cool knowing that they were around, like, filming and seeing their sets. And, like, there would be blocks just sectioned off for their filming and you know, certain areas. And uh, I actually, it was cool. Did I you?
3: remember driving home from rehearsal Yeah. one day. And, like, you're driving next to a, a, a hill. And there was smoke coming up from over the hill, and I was like, "Oh no,
0: what is that?" That's cool. And then I realized it's
3: it's probably got to be the Last, the Last of Us. So they're doing some the, some sort of set down. It, there. it is. Yeah.
0: It is really cool to see some of the scenes. But specific yeah. to that first episode, I thought that the 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 scene that made it so Alberta was when. They were trying to get on the highway, and there was all that traffic. <laughs> yeah, and they just decided to pull off Classic. onto the field, yeah. and, which I swear to God had to have been the the QET. Oh, it had to
1: have been. Definitely. I think I almost feel like I recognize that. Yeah, oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you've seen
0: that happen yeah. many, many times, a million times. I think I changed a tire there once, yeah, <laughs> flat or something. <laughs> yeah, that's um, cool. We found this earlier. Oh, oh, you guys have a case like this? Not.
2: Oh, I mean, I got a. Not really. It's kind of cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You, want this, case, do do you use want this case? Do we want this case? <laughs> I mean,
1: if it, maybe it could go if in you're that... Authoring. If it could go in that traveling museum. <laughs> it's true. Who knows what this case is seen? Yeah. Is, there, is there anything inside? Is it? Is I don't know. Like, what do you think inside?
3: Book?
2: I think uh, there's bananas inside. I've seen Pulp Fiction too many times. I feel like it's going to open up and it's just going to be like shiny, but no one's actually
1: going to. know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know what's going to be inside. <laughs> So you think it's something, like, m- mystical. Now, very did you mystical.
1: guess bananas because of the inappropriate Wonder Woman banana sticker? Is <laughs> I that...
3: uh, No, I, I, ha- I, had, I hadn't seen that it's until nutrition. just now. nutrition.
2: Okay. <laughs> it had a subconscious effect.
3: No. <laughs> okay,
0: sorry, and what was your guess? Bananas. Bananas.
3: Um, I think there's bananas.
0: Oranges. Oh, <laughs> you guys are hungry? I guess so. I'm very hungry. It's coming of the truth is... Should we open it up? I don't know. Try it. Are you confident with your guess?
1: Oh! Oh!
0: It's bananas. Is cable? Is cable? It is bananas. <laughs> uh, uh, it's Banana power cables? cables and duct tape. Oh, it's just oh, It's just a bunch of junk. This is like... <laughs> hey, duct tape amazing. is not junk. Yeah, ever. I was
2: going to say, this is like gold in the industry. It's hard to go. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: out. how many shows have you been saved by oh, duct tape?
2: My
3: gosh. Our
1: last show was saved by duct tape. Uh, yeah. My
3: uh, my kick drum, uh, the, one of the spurs that hold it in place, mm. just kind of... Gave out. Gave out. And my kick drum slid off the drum riser, which was hilarious. It was awesome. <laughs> so much fun. He uh, was running and then, away on him. Then, yeah. yeah, we we taped it down, and then uh, yep. yep. bada-bang, bada-boom.
2: Yeah, and we were also in the studio doing a little recording uh, at some point during this year. And, um, yeah, we had to use tape to, to get the guitar strap in, in order, because it kind of <laughs> fell out of the guitar, the screw itself. So we're like... Nothing a little duct tape can't fix. You there you know? go. If the so women you've got it on hand. If the
1: women don't find you handsome, they better find you handy. Absolutely. Ah. Ah. There you go. Um, okay, hey, so it's the me. first annual Cold Front Festival, so we've got a couple of firsts yeah. that we want to ask you, so you guys can kind of take each one and go one at a time. Sweet. Uh, first song that had an impact on you? The Peter Gunn
2: theme. Henry Mancini. Yeah. Uh, wow. When I was a kid. I don't know. It was like grandma always listened to henry mancini and that that was the first song on side two on the record
1: so it was from the legit record not just being used in a movie or a show or or, uh yeah
2: like actually the record yeah yeah that's a pretty sweet pretty cool jam yeah 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 anyways
3: me uh cars cars one the first cars was like (laughs) that was the movie i watched it as 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 a uh, a toddler even i watched it like I got to say it, six times a day. Like that was it was my mantra. Life is a highway by Tom oh, Cochran. Okay. That song is from that
0: movie and that was my favorite song for like 3 years. I Feel like that's a pretty common song for oh, yeah. for a young young kid who's actually starting to appreciate music. Some dude. sort of rock music. Yeah. It's it's a feel good song. Yeah. 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 Okay. I thought you were going to go with
1: that Sheryl Crow one right off the so I have a son that's Peter pretty close to your age, oh, yeah, so I know well. that soundtrack very, <laughs> of course. very well. You'd probably recite the majority of that movie if we wanted to, right now, but I will not. Um, what about, uh, so you kind of talked about yours already, but go again. First concert. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um,
2: Rain, which is a Beatles yeah, I saw yeah, that too. cover group yeah. at the Saddledome when I was, oh, my gosh. I was I don't even know remember how old I was, but that was like the first concert I really remember taking in and Yeah, it was it was it was excellent. They did a really, really good job. Yeah. And grew up with the listening to the Beatles, so it was like
0: Do you remember how old you were?
2: I think I was I must have been eleven or twelve. Yeah, I
0: think I had a similar age you know? experience with the rain and it was like, yeah, it was kind of a it's yes. a mind blower for and sure. And what did they
1: did they focus on any album in particular for that show, or yeah. was it a right from beginning to end? Beginning yeah. to end, they went all the way through. Did the outfit changes and yeah.
2: everything from early Beatles haircuts to uh, nice. Let It Be and everything. Oh man, it was wicked. Yeah, grew up grew up listening to it. So when I was that age watching the show, I was like mind blown for sure. The whole yeah, time. yeah, yeah. So
3: and you said you were nine for your I first was nine, and it was the Black Keys, right. um, mm. which was really cool. Do you remember I who opened? opened? Oh,
2: it's probably some cool band. Uh, they, Do you remember where it was at? Saddle Dome. At the dome,
1: because yeah. they had Cage the Elephant. I want to say open for them one tour, I, but I think that was at the Dome. I don't think it was right. Cage
3: the Elephant. I uh, I don't I don't remember who opened. Um, the The one I thing I, I will always remember about that show, even though it was so long ago, was yeah. one of the songs. I think it was. Um, it might have been even Gold on the Ceiling, but mm. they had a curtain behind them, so it looked like a back. Ba- Black background, and then when the beat dropped, they dropped the curtain and it was all lights right. like just blaring out into the crowd. It was so cool. It could have been Arctic
0: Monkeys,
2: really.
3: That show. Yeah,
0: yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That's, interesting yeah. That's that. And you guys have a similar light setup for tonight's show. Of course.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we brought it all in <laughs> old birth out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe not as big as the black keys. You got a kick pedal attached to some pulley system to drop the curtain. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the moment. Yeah. Um, what do you remember about the first
1: time performing for somebody other than friends and family? Oh, my gosh.
2: Okay, yeah. This goes way back. Whoa. <laughs> Okay, first really nerve-wracking experience performing in front of others. I played The Entertainer by Scott Joplin. Oh, wow. You know, the ice cream song. In front of my whole elementary school.
0: And I was in grade six. Nice. That's not like a terribly easy piano song either.
2: It was like, yeah, it was tough. I was nervous. I think I kind of did the more. Broken down. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough, yeah. Fair <laughs>
0: But And did uh, it
1: gain you new friends? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was I just remember like, being so, Joplin. Yeah.
2: Just <laughs> <laughs> <He's> playing Joplin.
0: <laughs> Can you believe this guy yet?
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, I remember being real nervous, standing out in the hallway and they were like, Okay, go, go on stage, you know. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. Yeah. Uh my my first show, I
3: was nine again, uh Ship and Anchor Pub oh, wow. in Calgary. Um, we had a, a Long and McQuaid band, like a rock school at, at Long and McQuaid, mm-hmm. and uh, we played the Ship and Anchor, played three songs. I remember uh, there was another drummer, so I wasn't the only one. Um, I played tambourine for two of the songs. Head was down the whole time, hair in front of the face, uh, shaking, of course. It <laughs> yeah. was, what I songs? Was, uh, I Want to Be Your Dog. Nice. Um, is that Stooges?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely uh, want tambourine for that one.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> War Pigs, Black Sabbath, oh, and cool. uh, Take Me Out, Friends and Ned. Oh, wow. wow. What a combo. Great yeah.
0: tunes, man. Nice. Can't go wrong. Yeah. That's a good uh, first first venue to play, too. Ship and Anchor, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. It's a classic. Yeah, it is. Uh, last one. First person to encourage your passion for performing.
2: Honestly, probably probably my dad. Because he, he, he played in... He was a drummer, and he always went to his buddy's house when I was younger. He was like, "I'm going to jam," and I was like, "Oh, what's that?" <laughs> and getting older, you know, I, I, I went and like watched him a few times, and just seeing it, it was, it was cool. And then he always, yeah, good influence with music. So probably
1: the probably the daddy. Oh, you eventually got to tag along to those jams. Yes, yeah.
2: yeah. And then when I started playing uh, guitar and 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 drums and other instruments, they would I would sit in and jam, you know, play Cashmere by. Oh, Led Zeppelin. Nice. It just long jams. So a couple Grateful Dead songs. So nice. it was good. That was good. Uh, for
3: me, uh, my parents are my biggest supporters. They come to every show. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, my dad, uh, I remember it. It's the reason I started playing music was Rush in Rio. That DVD, mm-hmm. um, it was the drum solo that Neil Peart did on that DVD. It was like, I want to do that. Wow. Um, and so I I sent Neil like a note. It was like, hey, I want to be like you someday, whatever. Um, and this was this is the the time where he fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, like he was he was on the down low, only communicating with friends and family, yeah. and he sends it back signed. That's so that was like, if that wasn't a sign for me to start. Doing music, blessing yeah. from um, yeah. from Neil Peart Yeah, you're like I
1: should have picked an easier drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I have to live up to these standards.
2: No. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. Yeah,
0: well, if you yeah. haven't
1: checked out some of Taylor's
0: uh, drum videos on, uh, they're, they're on popping Instagram. off. Oh man. Mm. man, yeah, thank you. Viral very cool. The other very day. very <laughs> impressive. Yeah. very impressive. Nuts. Which what's the one that went viral? Uh, I
3: did I did a. There's a guy called Andy Arthur Smith, um, and he's he's just a, like a internet comedian kind of thing he did like a, a beatboxing kind of video and it was like the scenario was when two drummers meet he's like hey you're a drummer you're a drag to drag drown drummer and does like a beat but like re- with his mouth and yeah. i i remixed it with actual drums and played <laughs> played drums to his voice and it blew up got 2.3 million views.
0: that's sweet yeah, yeah pretty cool very man. very cool pretty rad Are you doing clinics yourself yet not yet oh, it would one be cool of these
2: days soon i'm sure he will yeah, yeah.
0: i hope to Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for hanging out, guys. Yeah, thank have you. a kick-ass set tonight at the Olive. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for having us. we Really appreciate yeah. it. And, uh, yeah,
2: hopefully we get to hang out with you guys soon.
0: The Static Shift rivals in collectibles to you, Peter Michaels. Like,
1: that's... You're a collectible this, guy. I am a collectible guy. And if this rock and roll thing doesn't work out, I mean, they could definitely set up shop somewhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, some pretty unbelievable um, business connections that th- those guys have in the industry already at their young ages, right? Yeah. It's pretty wild. Pretty yeah. wild. The Stag Shift, thanks for hanging out in the back office at Bose. Not our first interaction with them. No, they are no strangers to Red Deer. Yeah, and, big time. Uh,
1: yeah, I think of the amount of times they played Bose. They played at uh, Westerner Days on the outdoor stage. Right, I forgot uh, about that. Last summer. Yeah. Which... I enjoyed the set at the Velvet Olive. It was warm inside there, but the yes. walk outside <laughs> afterwards yeah, not as not much. Yeah, not so
0: good. But it was packed in there too, right? It was so packed.
1: So we actually went in, uh, just you know, kind of on our the
0: road the stage wristband kind yeah. of
1: thing. And the guy was like, "It's really packed in there, so don't." I'm like, no, I'm just gonna get quick little yeah. shots of video and get out. And it was. It was packed.
0: That's awesome. That's good. That's what we want to hear uh, about the first hopefully annual cold front. And I think we touched on it a little bit
1: last, uh, episode as well, but just the vibes of the, the rooms, Mm -hmm. each, each room
0: has its own unique totally feel to
1: it. Uh, which makes it just such an awesome festival.
0: Yeah. It was a lot of fun, obviously with, um, pretty much any festival, there were some, um, last minute scheduling changes, especially (laughs) because of weather and getting from Calgary, uh, or Edmonton to red deer was not ideal on that weekend, but, Honestly, other than that, it went very well. Saw some incredible bands.
1: Well, and again, just the amount of local talent. Like, there was a lot of Red Deer musicians there, but and a lot of Alberta in general. I think was Hannah Georges was the only non-Alberta act? Hoxley And Hawksley. Not from Alberta, but start. yeah,
0: actually, now that I think about it, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it was, and I mean, that Hannah Georges show was, that set was Lights unbelievable. Out. Really, Lights really out. talented Good. group. Um, very, very cool. And I think um, Brennan from Bose he he's probably very happy about it he's a massive fan <laughs> of the national uh if you haven't heard of the national you probably should never set foot in Bose. Never, ever but uh, hannah is uh, is uh, often a touring member of the national so brennan finally had a member of one of his favorite bands and
1: she's recorded in their studio yes and... yes
0: yeah yeah we we'll, we'll, we'll get hannah on the show did you days. see any
1: interactions between Brennan and Hannah? No, did I didn't. He, did, he fan did you? Out at, no, I didn't either. No, Those I don't think. Gotta,
0: I think he was being pretty. He can keep respectful himself under control. Yeah, very he, well. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he doesn't seem like a, a fanboy. No, the, not the stereotypical fanboy. right? Not even a little. He knows his inside. boundaries inside.
1: He is. Yeah, but totally, he doesn't let it totally, out.
0: Totally, totally. Um, yeah, you talk about the local talent. Um, it was incredible, and there were a couple bands that I had yet to see uh seen a to alaska obviously big fan of them and still have never seen them have not seen the humble cartel finally got to see them which was very very good but saturday we're on day two now uh saturday i jumped around a little bit went to the vat first to see a a new red deer band uh corollaries and uh yeah i was very very happy how would you describe the vibe or sound um corollaries it's just it's very i think i i would say that it's very intricate smart music that's that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. right now full disclosure one of the band members is in the studio right now <laughs> i don't know if he's listening to what we're saying but uh like we you know it's just i i'll have a hard time describing it it was very good and i don't like i don't always don't love have... going to a band and saying hey you sound like so, yep, this I you sound it. like that i get it um in this case it was extremely original and i'm full appreciation of it so Perfect. look forward to that coming out very soon very mm-hmm. very soon and uh so that was followed up by soul bomb yes which i had to bounce out of the vat for that and to get over, over to, the... to bows uh, another local band 1002 was playing uh beforehand at georgia's and, and
1: i think that's when i took off to, to see, see the static, static shift. shift yes
0: absolutely yeah yeah which i probably should have tagged along for that but uh it was all that's good so it was fun. all good was always weekend. next year
1: and we always talk about coming to red deer for shows book a hotel for the weekend and just roam
0: yeah why not especially when you have something like this like not none of these venues were were very far from each other right no no i it's would all say I mean, south red deer if you wanted to walk it you probably if it was not a summer this weekend, festival, not this weekend <laughs> you yes. could walk it pretty oh, easily that's a, that's oh. another thing i was thinking about is like if if it was nicer those scooters would, oh, would be riding those scooters yeah. all over the place yeah. oh and you could
1: oh man you could arrange like a little yeah like have everything all kind of timed out yeah and get like a gang of those scooter gangs around, scooter, scooter gangs noticed
0: and that much more visibility so that being said a uh, huge shout out to brennan at bose uh as well as the the staff and um members over at the vat and the velvet all the tech staff across all well, venues again just
1: think about the i think it, if i remember correctly it's like 24 shows yep. Yep. all together yeah and basically two the days extra crew that needs to be yeah on top of they got some well-deserved
0: rest on sunday i think yeah if not monday um but it was good and you know the thing that i really like about these festivals is that um more often than not i find that you are in a space with other concert goers who share similar concert values Mm -hmm. um there was one incident on friday night where it sounds terrible but these people probably had no idea there was a concert happening at bose that night they just came by and within 30 minutes i think this one person was up on the stage during scenic did you not see this no. Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. How do I not? Yeah, this woman fully just walked up on stage and hopped behind Murray's mic. Murray kind of stepped back and was like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? And then Brennan kindly asked her to leave the stage and maybe, Yeah, you know, I don't know what happened after that. but huh. Well, maybe just... Not good show etiquette. Try
1: to live the rock star
0: life. <laughs> hey, I could do that. Not mm-hmm. in my house, goddammit. You no, know, you can't. Just watch. Um. So, the yeah, when you go to a festival, I think Part of me, at least, expects to be there with similar-minded. Yeah, I thought goers. like everybody was pretty. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's amazing that you didn't see that. I and I, I was there, right?
1: I'm just oh, trying yeah, to think. I there. was there till the very end. Yeah, you were there. You <laughs> what were the there. Where the hell I was?
0: <laughs> um, the other thing, and Riley and I were kind of joking about it, but uh, you and I have been to countless shows together. We've chatted to a certain extent during those shows. Mm-hmm. Not once have I ever thought, oh, I wonder if we're talking so loud that the band or the other fans around us can hear us?
1: We've discussed this before, have we not? Shut Has the I- fuck up. <laughs> Did I not? That's I, what I say, goddammit. I'm sure I have talked about the White Buffalo situation. No, I don't think so. And it's happened a couple of times. The worst was in Bozeman, and it was in a like a, like a a Legion-type, like just a square room, small room. And these there was like eight people that were all in a circle... Talking through the show right in front of the fucking stage. Yeah,
0: that's madness to me.
1: Like just t- talking. They're talking about their life and they're going to this and they're doing that. There's a whole area way in the back of the room, right? Yeah. Where you could do that.
0: Yeah. And no one's I gonna, don't get it. You're just so, standing there being hated.
1: Again, talking about how good the crowd was. I'm trying to think of who it, oh, Josh from uh, Trash Ambulance. Yeah. I was watching, I forget who I was watching, but he came up and was, he said a couple of quick things to me. He's like, oh, you're watching, we'll, we'll catch up later. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I don't know how people can do that. Yeah, the number of times someone has tried to have a full conversation with me at top volume, and my hearing's not I was best. just gonna say, that's a big at problem At to top me. volume, during a set, I'll give them one or two answers, and then it's like, I either pretend I can't hear you, or I find another place to go, cause that's not, not I'm not, like the set is 45 minutes to 90 minutes usually, right? Yeah, and you we can We can talk after.
1: There's a good 15 to 20 minute between
0: <laughs> acts at least. I had an idea the other day and I don't think it's going to be received too well, but I think that there should be a venue where when you buy your ticket you agree to something. You know how when you buy a ticket to a baseball game it says or a sports event it says like, you know, ticket is refundable unless uh, certain acts of god occur. Right. Like okay. a storm or something sure. that can get out of that. I think there should be some fine print that you you, you accept that if you are being too loud during a show a staff member is allowed to come up and fake. Fake punch. <laughs> fake, punch. fake punch. Let's do the yes. real thing. The just problem get is, them, is like, get
1: get the point across. Shut the fuck up. Those people, and again, the, like the people that would have been in that show.
0: Your they, white buffalo they just, show. They just,
1: <clears throat> they're at an event. So they don't, I don't think they think there's anything wrong with it. They're out at a bar.
0: Yeah, it's just. Having
1: drinks and talking and that's what you do. I don't think they.
0: I think it's just a severe lack of respect, selfishness. 100%. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's it's just how i feel
1: and and again know that and it's like why be at the front but understand that people are there because they love that you might just be a casual fan of that then go to the
0: back yeah yeah, yeah. it was wild so do we get
1: merch made up that
0: says fuck off and listening to the <laughs> show <laughs> so
1: it's just shut the fuck the sh- up there's the sh- some music <laughs> <laughs> on
0: <laughs> anyways uh those are just some things like i'm not like the festival is fantastic awesome. the crowds yep. are fantastic um just going to so many shows these are things that i noticed now the festival another important thing to note about cold front is that it was extremely affordable um like very much so mm-hmm. uh so my partner and i are planning to buy tickets to sled island which is a big annual festival in calgary um they just announced the first chunk of the lineup like two days ago and tomorrow those tickets go on sale so we're, we're humming and hawing. like do we spend the 250 300 for the full week yeah. or do we just get the single tickets to some of the shows that we want and um i think that uh in this case we're we're just going to get the single tickets we know what we want to go see we know that there's sure enough there's going to be things that we're missing out on but at the end of the day this is what we're prioritizing that's what we're going to do um where do you like have you bought many full festival passes before um Mr. works and radio
1: yeah i'm trying to think of the last full <laughs> festival that i would have actually had to purchase now I, I can't think of the last one but i do know that i had wanted to buy festival tickets for uh, there's a festival in Whitefish, Montana this mm-hmm. right. summer yeah, that I yeah, yeah. desperately wanted to go to. It sold out within an hour. I would have bought the full weekend
0: Where's this festival? It's like a bus stop? They sell out in an hour? It sold out in an hour. Whitefish, Montana. Holy shit, that's crazy. So I
1: forget. I think like 15000 20000 maybe in that ballpark. Like wow, it's a what pretty... a festival. And so they were, I, I think it was 250 or $300 for the weekend passes. Yeah. Th- three full days. The lineup is stacked, uh, including our good friends the Dead South, right. the Colter Walls on this, and a whole bunch of others. Uh, the resale on them right now, secondary market, is going for twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. for the three days.
0: Wow, that's wild. That's insane. <laughs> so
1: I like honestly two three hundred bucks for a three day festival. Again, I forget. There's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of fifty acts that are playing that festival, yeah. and of that, I think at least forty of them are ones I'm like super into. Yeah, two fifty three hundred for a festival is.
0: No, I think that's uh, especially when you like you've shown me the bill for that show. It's pretty like you said. It's very very stacked yeah. indeed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough one. We'd love to put the hundreds of dollars down on a full pass, but I was doing the math and tickets go on sale tomorrow. So that's February 3rd, which means that um, like already as of as of today, like we've already spent close to four hundred dollars on tickets for this year alone. And it's by that, it wasn't even January, the end of January, by the time we did that. So it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pick and choose.
1: It doesn't take long to add up again. I just bought um, tickets for Jason Isbell. Oh, you did get him. I did. Yeah. But I mean, same thing for that. It was, I'm not super close to the stage, but it was 125 bucks. Yeah. You know, there's only so many of those you can afford to to go to. Not saying that it's not worth it for the most part. Like but not, not everyone can do that. I'm going to get my
0: value. But not everybody. Not everybody can do that. And you prioritize it. Yeah. Much like the other people that were respectful, concert goers. Just, um, it's
1: not hard. Every it's night of really the not, music festival. It's not a challenge. Be respectful. Don't talk <laughs> through shows. Subscribe to the fucking YouTube channel.
0: Yes, please God. Hey, listen, we're uh, we got a goal in mind. We want to hit 1,000 subscribers and. Since we put out our interview with the warning three say, and a can half we, months can ago, we get the warning back. <laughs> that goal is looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good, but we need your help. So, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, Communal Creative Studios. That's where you can search up or just check our socials at The Road The Stage. Which, speaking of The Road The Stage, that is this podcast.
1: And it happens on
0: Wednesday, 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 Wednesday.